Well, good morning, good morning, and good morning, boys and girls, citizens of all ages. Welcome in to the Power Hour here on Planet Radio 106.7. It is 8.01. I'm Chris Logan, your morning show host, your Power Hour host. The Power Hour is a part of the morning show where we really go in on what's happening and what's trending for the day. Today is Monday, January 22nd, 2024. Kind of cool as we wake up and get our Monday going But it's going to warm up, I think, around 70 today and should be about that for the week. And then some rain in the forecast this week, too. I think especially Wednesday and Thursday, two of the days that have a pretty high rain chance. So we had to deal with cold, freezing temps last week. Now we got to deal with rain this week. But we got to keep pushing through. No time to stop and complain. Got to say thank you to Bougie Baloney, one of the sponsors of the morning show. You ready to get Bougie? Are you ready for 100% butthole-free bologna to make it into your mouth? Are you ready to try it? Have you tried it yet? If not, you got to get down to Brodus Burger on Congress Street. That's one location right now that has bougie bologna. There's a bougie man, bourgeois. He was doing it. Uh, he was doing it by himself. And that's where you would get it from. And then now in 2024, it's getting commercially done. He's ready to bring 100% butthole-free bougie bologna to the masses, baby. Kids deserve better than just regular old bologna. But check out bougie bologna. Also, thank you to Acadiana Tire. They are the official tire shop of the morning show. 214 West Canal Street, Church Point. Call Big Hick, 337-684-5379. If your tires are getting slick, you know what to do. Go and see Big Hick. He has all the major brands. He'll make sure you're taken care of. If there's something he doesn't have, he'll try his best to get it for you. Maybe that afternoon, maybe the next morning, and get you all fixed up, moved out. Oil changes, mechanic work, inspections. He does all that. Brakes squeaking, go and see Big Hick. That's at 214 West Canal Street in Church Point, the official tire shop of the morning show. So what is coming up this morning? We're going to visit our question of the day. Going to talk about the King Cake Bread Pudding Bake Off, which I'm going to be a judge for. I'm excited about that. Chiefs, Ravens, who's going to the Super Bowl? Did the script get leaked? Boy, a lot of people sharing that image over the weekend. Ron DeSantis says bye bye. Lafayette Native featured in a, in a new Hulu TV series that's coming up. This is a That's Meth Up story. Thanks to Eric for sending me this. Thieves cut down a radio broadcast tower to steal $100 worth of copper. Mm -mm. Nope. A new device cures your allergies by electrocuting your nose. Yeah, go ahead and sign me up for that. Sounds fun. (laughs) Uh, Also, a contractor makes an explosive discovery while remodeling a bathroom. That's coming up. Most popular American food. Can you can you feel it coming? Can like when the weather changes, can you feel the weather coming somewhere in your body? We'll talk about that coming up. And what is a dude voice? Dude voice. That and more all on the way here inside the power hour. So question of the day is what's the weirdest thing you've ever found in a hotel room? Hey Mark, good morning. Jenny, good morning. Brent, what's up? Good morning, John, Phil. Phil had a funny comment right off the bat this morning. He said, all right, glad to see you recovered from your Snoop Dogg haze from the wide load ball. If you saw that picture on my social media page, it was uh, Gerald Gruning and I. We took a pic, and I put it on social media. And, dude, I look high. And I don't, I mean, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't do any of that. You don't think that I'm not cool or anything, but, I mean, I, I, just, I just don't. The Caterpillar from Alice in White Load was on the stage where I was doing music, so maybe – I caught a little puff of his smoke. He wasn't really smoking, but I I don't know what it was. I looked like I was just gone. (laughs) Blake says, I was in that haze for wide load. Saw Blake on Friday night, too. But, man, thanks to Blake and Brandon for having me out, part of the wide load family, and and being able to produce their music for their skits. Tracy and Paige and everybody who puts in a lot of hard work. Jared the King and, and Bonnie the Queen. A lot of work goes into that ball. But it was it was fun on Friday. Then Saturday, I had to emcee the inaugural crew 
the uh, Cartier Mardi Gras Ball. That was at the Mardi Gras Ballroom inside the Cajun Dome. Thanks to Charles and, oh, man, who else? Ben uh, and, and Brandy. Boy, their, their entire crew. Thanks for having me out there. That was fun. They had a, uh, it was an 80s theme, so they had a Michael Jackson tribute group. And, and that was, that was very cool. That was, that was part of their ball. But yeah, man, it's, it's Mardi Gras still weeks away and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of Mardi Gras out, but let's get to our question of the day. Weirdest thing found in a hotel room. And this comes from a story I was reading this morning. And it was about the weirdest things that were left behind in a hotel room. Dentures, witchcraft paraphernalia, prosthetic limbs, glass eye, grandma's lucky teacup, clown costume, inflatable boat, caviar, rosary beads. And that comes from a a travel company that did that story. So it had me thinking this morning, what was the weirdest thing that you found in a hotel room? Some of the answers, let's see, on our Planet Radio 106.7 Facebook page. If I can get that sucker to load, we'll, we'll see. Okay, here we go. Uh, and I wasn't sure how many answers we'd get today. Uh, Eric, I won't say your answer. Nick says, two unopened half gallons of milk. Would you trust that? Now, when, if, if you find things like that, like unopened gallons of milk, if you'd find maybe a, a Gatorade, you come back to your hotel room, or you know maybe you're just checking in or something, you're thirsty and there's a Gatorade on the counter, it looks unopened, you trust it, you open it up, chug it down. Scotty says, someone else, that's never happened to me, but that's got to be weird, huh? Boop, you, you do your key, open it, there's somebody just hanging out. Hey, what are you doing here? Oh, it's my room, no, it's my room. Raman says, a cue ball? <laughs> Ricky says a machete. Dude, you got to get out of there if you find a machete in your hotel room. Some of the answers, let's see, let's go to, uh, I mean, there, there's some things that I just can't mention. And I figure that we'd have some of those answers. Uh, Jonathan says clean sheets, though. That was pretty funny. And then Tim said uh, good coffee. That's also funny, too. iPhone charger, Oxycontin. Uh, Nicole says X and another woman. Come on. Other people stuff. Crack pipes. Come on. <laughs> and a couple other things, uh, again, that I can't mention. Brent says I travel for work, but the group always stay with us. A great job of cleaning. However, there was a ghost once. No joke. <laughs> Dude, if there's a, a ghost or something like that in a room, I'm out. And look, I, I, I know I tell you all the time that I'm not bougie. By the way, it's 8.09. You're listening to the Power Hour here, Planet Radio 106.7. And I'm not. But there are some things, like there are a few little things that I need to have. Like if I'm buying ketchup, it's Heinz ketchup. Now, if I go to your house, you're frying some fish and some french fries, and you, and you have some cats up, or you got hunts, whatever, I'm not going to be like that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have me a little squirt. But if I'm buying it, and it's, it's making its way to my refrigerator or pantry, I'm going Heinz. And if I stay at a hotel, I'm going to do my damnness to stay in one that does not have an outside door. Because those are kind of sketched to me, man. And, and there's a part of me that, that's bougie when it comes to hotel rooms. Like it, they, they have to be clean and, and, and decent. I don't like staying at ones with a door on the outside. I don't know about you. And the weirdest thing I found in a hotel room, uh, there was one, again, stayed it, stayed it one a while back, doors on the outside, and there were some dirty socks. Uh, then I think like an old jacket on the side of the bed. And then whenever I, I got out of radio for a couple years, and I worked in the oil field for a bit. And so I, we were working, me and a guy I worked with, Justin, we were working, it was in Texas. And we were staying in Laredo, and the location where we were working at, it, it look, it was it was very much close to the border. Like I, we, we were so close to the Mexican border that our cell phones changed to the to the Mexican tower. It wasn't on the American tower anymore. And there was a sketch of La Quinta that we stayed at in Laredo, and in his room wasn't mine. In his room, 
it looked like there were like two blood puddles on the floor. Like somebody might've been, somebody might've been shot, stabbed or died in that hotel room. And that was the most sketchiest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like, dude, are you staying in here? He's like, yeah, I, guess, I mean, I guess so. I'm gonna walk around it. But I mean, in a, in a, uh, in a hotel like that around that place, I mean, maybe, maybe it would happen. But what's the weirdest thing you ever found in a hotel room? That's our question of the day. Go and mention it. Uh, Steven has something about, <laughs> about the AC return vent to the wall. All right, yeah. Um, and also, I think Lauren on my post, she said that she found uh, some men's underwear hanging from the curtain rod and asked her boxers or briefs, and she said boxer briefs. You never know what you're going to find, man. You just got to cross your fingers and hope that it's clean whenever you get in those things. Also, coming up this Sunday, I'm judging for this. I got an email a couple weeks ago. It's the second annual King Cake Bread Pudding Bake Off. Did you hear about this last year? And it, it's, a, it's a big thing again this year, but last year it was a huge ordeal where it was King Cake flavored bread pudding. And this is happening on Sunday, and it's happening at the Westline Event Center on Apollo Road in Scott from 1 until 4. And money raised will go to the Healing House. So if you're not doing anything on Sunday, come out. It starts at 1, and you can try all the different king cake bread puddings. I'm, I'm excited. They told me to wear some stretchy pants. I see we got a comment from... Uh, Beads Galore and More says the Bead King is a sponsor. Yes, I see that uh, on the bottom right here, the notes that I was giving Craig. Uh, sponsored by the Bead King, Craig Spadoni, and also our friends over at LDD Concepts. And uh, this was started, I was, uh, Mel reached out to me to see if I wanted to be a judge. And I'm like, absolutely, man. Why, how, why would I not want to eat King Cake bread pudding? Why would I not want to judge that? But Uncle Luck's going to be a judge. Also, Kate Chill, Darla Montgomery, and Mayor Jan Scott Richard. So I think that's going to be pretty fun on Sunday. And I'm sure the Bead King, Beads Galore and more, Bead Busters, the official Mardi Gras store of the morning show. I'm sure Craig's going to be out there with his little fancy Mardi Gras truck. <laughs> if I had to bet, he's going to be out there, especially since he's a sponsor. Um, Sports-wise... Obviously, now in the sports world, we are at the point in the NFL season where we're at the AFC and NFC championship game. And Chiefs and Ravens, their game is 2 o'clock on Sunday. And then the Lions at 49ers, their game is 5.30 on Sunday. Chiefs-Ravens will be on CBS. Lions-49ers will be on Fox. I, I'm not really looking forward to Chiefs-Ravens, although I hope the Ravens win, just so we don't have to have a Taylor Swift Super Bowl. I, I, I think if there's any team to beat the Chiefs, I, I think this year it could be the Ravens. And then in the NFC, the Lions at 49ers, there's just something about me pulling, and we've talked about this last week. I've, I've said it before. I, I pull for the underdog. That's just, that's just how I'm built. So I'm pulling for the, for the Lions. I think the Lions have a decent chance beating the 49ers. I know they're going on the road. 49ers, they're, they're, they're tough. But I, I, don't, I don't want the 49ers to win. Call me an old school Saints fan. I just, I don't want the 49ers to win. So my pick right now, Ravens and Lions. What I, what I really wanted to see was the Bills and the Lions. But they missed the field goal last night. And the Chiefs win. At least the Lions beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So at least you don't have to see the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the NFC Championship game. But also, this weekend, did you see that TV graphic that was going viral? Now, again, you know I like a good conspiracy theory. You, you, you know I do. And I saw a lot of people share the 
the graphic, I'll call it, from a TV station that said that had the performers of the Super Bowl, which is what? Reba McIntyre, uh, is it Usher, and is it Post Malone that are performing? And it says performing at the Ravens 49ers Super Bowl. And everybody went crazy because of the NFL script. The script is in. The NFL knows. And look, it, do, I, I mean, do I firmly believe that? Not really. Is there a part of me that believes that? Absolutely. Hashtag question everything. But it was on CTV News. And there were some people that thought it was in Memphis and a couple other places. And I'm like, nah, zoom in. Like, like zoom into that photo. You can do your own investigating here. And if, you, if you, and if you zoomed in on that image, you saw a thing. There was something about Vancouver. There was another um, city maybe in Canada. That's what I Googled. It came up. And then on the bottom, it had something about CX in, and then they had some numbers, which is a Canadian radio station. But got to say thanks to Brent, who sent me this, and he sent me this story that said Canadian TV station appears to stir up NFL script conspiracies with 49ers Ravens Super Bowl graphic. If you haven't seen that graphic, I don't know, search for it on, on, uh, on the Internet. But a photo of a January 18th broadcast of CTV News in Vancouver Island has been going viral because of the description that they used for the presenters and, uh, sorry, not the presenters, the entertainers at the Super Bowl. And it read this, Reba McIntyre, Usher, and Post Malone are slated to perform at San Francisco 49ers and Baltimore Ravens Super Bowl matchup on February 11th. And this story from Microsoft says it's not exactly clear where the photograph emerged from originally, but it was reposted many times on Twitter, TikTok, all over the internet. And this story uh, says, just to be perfectly clear, this is not the NFL accidentally letting out its secret agenda for the postseason through a television station in a foreign country. They say uh, it was put that way because I guess whoever wrote the story saw that the Niners and the Ravens were both top seeds in the AFC and NFC. Now look, it's it, it's Canadian. It's, it's it's it was from it was from Canada. Do they even like the NFL in Canada, or is it too violent for them? But the conspiracy is the, the, the script has the 49ers and the Ravens. Could it happen? Maybe. I hope not, though. I, I don't want to see the 49ers in the Super Bowl. I'll take the Ravens. That way we don't have to see Taylor Swift. Although last night it wasn't really Taylor Swift. It was Travis Kelsey's, Travis Kelsey's brother, Jason, that took some of the spotlight. Dude didn't have a shirt on. He looked like, like an old drunk member of the, the Bills Mafia. <laughs> but he was in Buffalo cheering for, for his brother. I think he just he had no shirt on. He was drinking beer, and he had a little beanie. I don't know if it was some shorts or if he had some long pants on. But that, that was pretty funny. So what do you want, Ravens 49ers? You want Chiefs? Lions, I'll take Ravens, Lions. Also, Tom Brady, he announced his retirement from football. Remember that? And he also, if you remember, he signed a 10-year, $375 million contract to be the lead analyst for the Fox Sports team. And when it was announced back in May of 2022, Fox Sports says that it would happen immediately following his playing career. But we have not heard Tom Brady calling any games yet. They say, have no fear. Tom Brady will soon return to your television screens on Sundays. Yes. Woohoo. In a September episode of his podcast called Let's Go, Tom Brady says he is still on track to join Fox after taking his year off. So next year, for football season, we're going to see Tom Brady again.
And and they said lead analyst, right? Yeah, he's an analyst. He's not going to be a play-by-play caller like Tony Romo. Look, I do I like Tony Romo on the field? Not really, but Tony Romo does a pretty good job uh, when he when he's calling football games. I don't know if you agree or di- or disagree with me there. But I I think Tony Romo does a pretty decent job when he's calling a game. Have no fear. We're going to see what Gronk, Edelman, and Tom Brady back together. But it is 822. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. See a couple comments on the Facebook Live. Uh, John talking about the Bills and Chiefs game. But still coming up, a retrial set for the man that fatally shot Will Smith. Ron DeSantis says he's out. Got a That's Meth Up story. Thieves cut down a radio broadcast tower to steal $100 worth of copper. A new device cures your allergies by electrocuting your nose. That sounds fun. And also a contractor makes an explosive discovery while remodeling a bathroom. We'll talk about that coming up. Most popular American food. And can you can you feel it somewhere in your body when the, when the weather's changing? You hear that a lot, especially down here in Cajun country. Oh. Man, I think we're going to get a storm. Ball Papa's arthritis is acting up. I mean, you've heard it. You've heard it a thousand times. Is it a real thing? And also a dude voice. What is a dude voice? All that coming up in the second half of the Power Hour. We're back into Planet Radio 106.7. So welcome back to the Power Hour. It is Chris Logan, just as our voice girl said. And it is Planet Radio 106.7. The Power Hour is part of the morning show where we go in on what's happening and trending for the day. Got to say thanks to two other morning show sponsors, Mandez's Seafood Bar and Grill. Check them out for lunch. Check them out for dinner today. The new location in Youngsville on Shaman Metairie, which I'll be DJing there uh, for the Mardi Gras Parade Day, which is one on the 10th, I believe, out in Youngsville. Also in Youngsville, look, they got lunch, they got dinner, but also on Sunday at that location, they have a delicious brunch that you need to check out. Everything's on that thing, too. And also, the original location on Ducey Road in Lafayette, mandezesgrill.com. That is their website. Follow them on social media. That way you can see their specials of the day. But it's all delicious over at Mandez's. And thank you to Bead Busters and Beads Galore and more because two stores are better than one for the Bead King. It, it, it's not too late. If you just got on a float or a wagon or, or something, you know, this weekend you just decided that you're going to ride, don't worry. Go to Bead Busters. Go to Beads Galore and more. If you're in Youngsville, go to Bead Busters. If you're around Scott, go to Beads Galore because the Bead King will get you hooked up. If you need bags and bags of beads, you just need some cool beads, maybe some light-up beads that you want to put on for the parades, you got them. You want some plush animals, like like the stuffed animals. He has all that stuff, too. Probably got Mardi Gras shirts and jackets and and probably some Mardi Gras shoes. They got some Bead King pillows. If you want to sleep with the Bead King, (laughs) go in. Go and get a a, a pillow. And that's either location. Bead Busters on Bonan Road in Youngsville and Beads Galore on Cameron Street in Scott. I saw this today, and there were there was numerous news outlets um, reporting this, and I saw it locally. But a retrial is set to begin for the man who shot Will Smith, and that's the New Orleans Saints member. Will Smith happened almost eight years ago. Man, it, it doesn't seem like it was that long. But a retrial was set to begin Monday for the man who fatally shot Will Smith. Cardell Hayes, age 36, has long insisted that he shot Will Smith in self-defense during the confrontation back in April of 2016 that happened after a car crash. Now, as we know, Will Smith died, his wife Raquel, wounded by gunfire. Hayes was convicted of manslaughter and attempted manslaughter several months after the shooting, but the jury's vote was 10-2, to and the U.S. Supreme Court later said such convictions must be unanimous. He was released on bond after the conviction was reversed, having served more than four years of a 25-year sentence. At his December, uh, sorry, December 2016 trial, 
Hayes says he fired at Smith, hitting him once in the side and seven times in the back, only because he believed a drunken and belligerent Will Smith had retrieved a gun from his SUV. He insisted on the stand that he heard a pop before he started shooting and that he did not shoot at Will Smith's wife, who was hit in the legs. Evidence showed that Will Smith was intoxicated at the time of the confrontation, but there was no witness or forensic evidence to back up Hayes' claim that Will Smith had or fired a weapon. And Hayes' retrial had been delayed multiple times for a variety of reasons, including COVID-19. And Cardell Hayes, who now owns a tow truck business, once played semi-pro football. Uh, he's a father to a young man, Will Smith, age 34. He was a father of three. So we'll see what happens with, with that retrial. But it's hard to believe that that was, that was eight years ago. Also, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis ended his presidential campaign two days before the New Hampshire primary. That happened on Sunday, yesterday. He came in second behind former President Trump in last week's Iowa caucuses by 30 percentage points. And he announced his, ex, uh, his exit on X, formerly Twitter, and endorsed President Trump. So now it is former President Trump and Nikki Haley who will be battling it out. I saw a little piece of her this morning, and she says that she welcomes the, I'm going to call it fight, but she welcomes the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You know what I'm looking for? Like the, um, it's Monday. I, I had a long weekend. I can't think. Not, like, not, not the fight between the two. I guess, you know, may, may, maybe like the showdown. But New Hampshire has the Republican and also the Democratic primary. Observers say the support DeSantis would have garnered from New Hampshire is likely to go to President Trump, which will widen President Trump's lead in the state. Although Nikki Haley, who is endorsed by New Hampshire Governor Chris Sununu, is turning to independent voters for the support. So we'll see. Like, is that is that endorsement from DeSantis going to help President Trump? Will he win New Hampshire by the numbers that he won Iowa in? We'll see. Also, I saw this 831. It is a Power Hour Planet Radio 106.7. A Lafayette pepper grower going to be featured in a new Hulu TV series coming out today. Tony Primo Primo. And the, the first Primo in parentheses is P-R-I-M-O. Known around the pepper world for creating one of the hottest peppers. And it's going to be featured in a new TV series called Super Hot, The Spicy World of Pepper People. That's, that's kind of a cool name, huh? The series is set to release all 10 episodes today, and Primo can be seen multiple times in the official trailer. This story comes to us from KLFY.com, so if you want to check it out, you can see, and you can also see the trailer there, too. There's a link. It says, described as a deep dive into the world of hot peppers, the series follows what they call chili heads in pursuit of finding and growing some of the world's hottest peppers. And Troy Primo is heavily featured in the series. And he rose to prominence among the pepper world for his creation of the Seven Pot Primo, which is arguably the hottest pepper and hot sauce in the world. Brent says, my boy, Troy Primo. Brent, we got to get, get Troy on the show then. Got to talk about his, his uh, hot pepper and his hot sauce. Get him to bring some here inside the studio, and I can try it live on air. We'll talk about the, the series. We'll make him one of our guests coming up soon. But I thought that was pretty cool. Also, this is a that's methed up story. Oh, this, this would upset me. Thieves cut down a radio broadcast tower to steal $100 worth of copper. And look, anytime you commit a crime, you have to think, boy, was it worth it? 
and this radio station off the air for $100 worth of copper. And how much meth did that buy? You know, you got you got to flip it. Hundred dollars, you know, really screwed over this radio station. But a hundred dollars might have got him some good meth. Who knows? But it happened to a radio station in southeastern Oklahoma. They're off the air. Thieves cut down the broadcast tower. They were after the copper in the cables. They cut up to about 80 to 100 feet of copper and hauled it off, worth about $100. However, the damage that they caused to the tower, half a million dollars, 500 grand. Happened last week. The station unexpectedly went off the air on Monday. They initially thought it was because of the weather, but when they saw the tower, they realized that there was foul play involved. The suspects got away for now, they're saying, but the authorities are working with local scrapyards to try and track them down. $100 worth of copper. And it's costing $500,000 worth of damage. That's that's messed up. And that's an uh-uh story today. They thought they were getting some good copper from the radio tower, but it's not good copper. So if you're listening and you know, you're thinking about, man, dude, I'm... Might hit these radio TV towers. You probably got some good copper. They don't. You can't get much. It's not worth. It's not worth it. <laughs> unreal, dude. Unreal. It's 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 unreal what happens these days. What else we got this morning? Eight thirty-five. It is a power hour. Planet Radio one hundred six point seven. Would you let someone electrocute your nose if it would cure your allergies? I don't know, dude. That's doesn't seem like something I'd, I'd want to dabble in. There's a new gadget called Nasocalm, N-A-S-O-C-A-L-M, and it just hit Kickstarter. And here's what you do. You strap it to your face for 15 minutes, and it's supposed to make your allergies a lot better. How does it work? It electrocutes your nose like a cattle prod or whatever you call those things, huh? Don't they do that with them cows? They stick that in their nose, and if they're acting up, they shock them. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe I dreamed that. I don't know. But it got six electrodes, three for each nostril. Dang. And it delivers small electric shocks to stimulate the muscles in your nose. They claim making your nose muscles contract and relax can help clear your sinuses and help you breathe easier. Now, what if that happens? Like if you're just congested, maybe you have a bad cold, you got the flu. I wonder if that helps. It says it's small enough to take with you so you can use anywhere. The promo video shows a guy using it at his desk at work. The downside is it's pretty bulky on your face, they say, and you will be the weird one at your, at your office. They plan to sell it for $100, but right now you can get them on $60 if you back them on Kickstarter, and they claim it'll ship by March just in time for allergy season. Let me see. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's a pretty big device. It, it's a strap-on, looks like, um, it's almost like a smaller version of what you see fighter pilots use. You know, like, so if you're watching Top Gun, yeah, you're watching any videos and, you know, they have their, their mask over their face. It's a smaller version of that that fits over your nose and it, it straps on. And I guess those little cattle prods are in that thing and that's what shocks your nose. Let me see. This is what the inside looks like. Ooh, dude, I, I don't know. It, it's not, that's not some little, that's like some pegs inside that thing. I thought they were going to be a little smaller than that. And would fit inside your nostril, but it looks like it it just it's a rat like it would fold up on top of your nose. I don't know about that. I don't know, I'm not sure. I, I don't think that would be something that I would I would take part in. You can have that fun. I think I'm gonna go ahead and pass on it, but I wanted to let you know about it. And maybe you suffer bad from allergies and and you wanna do 
whatever it would take to make your, you know, your nose, your allergies, make yourself feel better. Josh says you can get it to go with those shocking workout clothes you're talking about a few weeks back. Dude, you would be electrified while you're working out. Electrified workout clothes. You got this weird mask around your, your nose. Sending electric currents up your nose to help out with your allergies and your congestion. But to be sold for 100 bucks, like to me, that's something that would have to be sold for a little more than that. $60? I don't know. Also, what about this uh-uh story today? <laughs> a contractor makes a explosive discovery while remodeling a bathroom. What would you do in this situation? This is from KIRO7. And it says, which is around Seattle, a contractor remodeling a Ballard home made an explosive discovery. He found a grenade while ripping out a bathtub on Tuesday. Seattle's police's bomb squad was called in and determined that the grenade was not live. However, polar bear construction owner Vadim Karlovsky said that he didn't want to find out the hard way. He said, my first thought was to get out of there. He said he was working on a third-floor bathroom, and he just ripped the bathtub out when he saw the grenade between the studs. He says, quote, I rushed out of there, took a breath, and actually went back in and recorded the situation. I zoomed in on my phone and took a closer peek. He said, that's an actual freaking grenade, he says. <laughs> He does goes on. He goes on to say, finding something hidden and long forgotten in walls and floors is something that he's seen a lot in the past ten years of doing his job. He says, usually though, it's old magazines or newspapers, but nothing like this. He says, this was big. Nobody knew it was there. He says there was a little compartment that was found after we demoed the bathtub in the back of the closet, so somebody actually opened that compartment and put it back there. Somebody probably done that as a joke whenever they built the house or did a remodel on the house. They put you know, a fake grenade in there and said, oh, dude, whenever somebody remodels a bathroom in 10 years, we're going to give them the scare of their life. <laughs> but not knowing whether it's real or not, obviously, if, you, if you'd see it, you'd think it would be fake. Now, the dude ran out, but it's a grenade. So if it's a normal grenade, you'd have to pull the pin for it to go off, correct? I mean, I'm not a Vietnam War vet or, you know, I'm, you know I, I, I never served in the military or anything like that. But I think, I think I know that you'd have to pull the pin and then throw that bad boy, and then that's when it would explode. But still, imagine pulling out a tub and finding a, a grenade in there. No way. But he said he lost three hours of work because of the discovery Tuesday afternoon. But he also said he'd rather lose time than potentially lose his life. But luckily, the grenade did not go off, and I guess he was able to finish his little job. Also this morning, most popular food. What's the most popular American food? This was almost our question of the day. Maybe it will be this week. I'm not sure. But YouGov.com had this survey, had this question, what's the most popular American food? A new survey puts hamburgers, hamburgers at the top of the list, followed by French fries. Isn't that French? Mashed potatoes, grilled cheese, and hash browns. Would you, would you go with that? I think I would. Yeah, maybe, I don't know, maybe hot dogs should be in there before grilled cheese. But hamburgers, french fries, mashed potatoes, grilled cheese, and hash browns. Now, if you had to make a most popular Cajun food, which that was almost my question. I would have switched it up a little bit. Most popular Cajun food. What's number one on that list? Boiled crawfish? Jambalaya? Rice and gravy? Crawfish etouffee? Boudin? Cracklins? Boudin balls? 
That list could be long, long if I would ask that question. 843 also wanted to get to this story because you hear it a lot. I've, I've, I've heard things like this numerous times throughout my 48 years where the weather's changing. Somebody says, oh, bruh, whew, that cold weather's coming in. Oh, yeah, how you know? My arthritis is acting up. And then lo and behold, it, it gets cold later that afternoon. Oh, dude, it's going to rain this afternoon. What are you talking about? They have no rain in the forecast. Adam Olivier said a 10% chance. I'm telling you, bro, it's going to rain this afternoon. How you know? My back's hurting. Hmm. Lo and behold, dude, shower, thunderstorm later that afternoon. Oh, we got a big storm coming. How you know? My hip. Every time the weather changes, bro, my, my, my hip hurts. Is that a real thing? One in four people say they can feel it. I guess it is a thing. My buddy Dwayne in the comments says, I get that question often. And if there's anybody who knows, my friend Dwayne knows. That dude can feel everything. I bet you they got an 18-wheeler coming down that road. How you know I feel it? Sure enough, 18-wheeler. Passing down the road. But one in four Americans claim that they can feel it in their joints when a storm's coming. Is that really a thing? This story says, yes, it is. Why? When the air pressure drops, it can cause the tissue in your joints to swell, and it can also cause headaches. Hmm. You believe it? You think it's just an old wives' tale? Someone polled thousands of Americans and asked if they think joint pain and headaches can really predict storms. 52% of people said, yep. 24 said no. And another 24 said they're not sure. And, you know, others you know, didn't really care to comment. But that's one in four people. They can feel it in their joints. One in six say they can feel it when a because a headache is coming on for them. So maybe Papa's right. You know, maybe Uncle Joe really, his hip really does tell you when the weather's going to change. Maybe your hip's hurting right now, your knee. John says, I get headaches when, when the pressure changes, see? But it says when a storm is on the way, the air pressure drops. And again, that can cause the tissue in your body to swell up and irritate your joints, especially if you have the ritis, the arthritis. And they say, yes, it can also cause headaches, too. So, John, you're not crazy. That's some comments coming to you on our Facebook Live, which, by the way, you can listen on the radio. You can listen on the website. We're streaming audio there at listentotheplanet.com. You can listen on our app. If you don't have the app yet, go to the App Store, Google Play, and you search for Listen to the Planet. Got it? Search, listen to the planet, download the app. You can listen that way too. We're on the iHeart platform. We are on TuneIn Radio. Both those, you search, listen to the planet, and we're on Alexa. For Alexa, you have to enable the planet online skill. Then you say, then you say Alexa, play the planet online. And also the Facebook live stream, that is on my Chris Logan Facebook page, and also on our Planet Radio 106.7 Facebook page. And that's where some of our live comments and discussion comes from on the show. <laughs> Ross is talking about <laughs> Bougie Baloney. I won't say what uh, he <laughs> what he commented on the Facebook Live. But however you're, you're watching or listening, thank you so much for that. Have you ever heard of a dude force? It's a real thing. Dude force. D-U-D-E-V-O-R-C-E. A dude force is when two male friends, best friends, officially end their friendship over a disagreement. Usually it's over a woman. And that's from the Urban Dictionary. Got another uh-uh story? 
A naked man arrested in downtown Pittsburgh at a bagel shop. Mm. Something you don't want to do. A man found out Friday that a downtown Pittsburgh bagel shop is not a clothing optional eatery. Police on Friday arrested a man at Brugger's Bagel Shop after receiving a report that the dude was exposing himself. According to court documents, officers saw a naked man standing in the doorway when they arrived at the scene. Police say his eyes were bloodshot and his breath smelled of alcohol. Actually, they wrote it weird, but police say eyes were bloodshot and his breath smelled of alcohol on his breath. Police said he's also resisted arrest while being put into the vehicle. Now, support our, our, our support our officers. You go through a lot. Imagine nothing trying to put a naked dude in the police cruiser. Like, where do you where do you grab? You know, where do you where do you um yeah like where where do you go with it? Where where do you put your hands? I would just use my foot. Staying right there, sir. Oh, you kicked him. But I did. I did. I kicked him to go in the police cruiser because I'm not touching his naked body. That's why I kicked him. There's always a reason. But Brandon George, he's 40, charged with indecent exposure, defiant trespassing, disorderly conduct, public drunkenness, and resisting arrest. He's being housed in the county jail, faces a preliminary... He faces a preliminary hearing later this month. But if you ever, if you ever encounter that, and it had me thinking this morning. You know, like let's say you're at your local, uh, I don't know, coffee shop or something like that. We, we really don't have any bagel shop here in Acadiana, but there's someone who's naked or, or exposing himself, whatever. Like, what are you going to do? You're just going to look at him or are you going to try to take him down? Like, uh uh-uh, uh, bro, once is enough. You got to stop. Or are you just going to stand there and look at them until police arrive? Or are you going to make that citizen's arrest? Be weird, because then, like, if you tackle him, you got to tackle a naked, a naked dude. But I guess this is going to almost be a meth up story, too. Drunken meth up story. Naked at the bagel shop. Some people can't handle their, their liquor. They start mixing the browns and the whites. You know, you got a, you got uh, vodka, you got whiskey. Friday night at Wide Load, man, I had uh, had some bourbon. Somebody offered me some vodka. I'm like, uh-uh. That's like, oh, bro, come on. Uh-uh. I don't mix brown and white. You never know what could happen. I might have been naked on the stage at Wide Load. Who knows? Local radio DJ, <laughs> naked on stage at Crude Wine Load Ball, Friday night, Cage Gnome Convention Center. What happened? Well, you see, what had happened was I had some bourbon, and then somebody offered me vodka, and I said yes. The brown and white mixed, and it, it was over after that. That's all I remember. <laughs> also, there's an argument on TikTok. People are arguing on how to pronounce broccoli. But there's it, it's somewhat of an argument because the original video is it's someone from Australia, so maybe they do pronounce broccoli different. How do you pronounce broccoli? I, I say it just how I said it. Broccoli. Now you spell broccoli. B-R-O-C-C-O-L-I. Broccoli. But this lady in Australia complained on TikTok. I was talking about people who work for Instacart, they, they're not great at picking out fruits and vegetables. So that's what she was talking about. And instead of saying broccoli, she says broccoli. And then boom, it goes viral. But some are saying broccoli is closer to the original Italian word, so that's why people say it that way. But a lot of people in Australia 
used to say it, and some still pronounce it like that, and some say broccoli. It would be funny to start saying broccoli. Hey, dude, give me uh, give me a little side of broccoli and cheese. What are you talking about? Yeah, dude, that broccoli, that that uh, that broccoli. Oh, okay. I- I've never heard of anyone pronouncing it broccoli. Broccoli. It 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 doesn't seem, you know, like there's some videos again. If you want to believe that that graphic that's been circulating about football. If you want to believe that it's the NFL script saying that it will be the Ravens and 49ers, go right ahead. I like a good conspiracy theory. I'm not sure if I'm buying it. There's probably, you know, the script, all this other stuff. Believe it if you want. But you got to do a little investigating, man. We talk about that a lot. You want to believe something that's on a graphic or a video or all this stuff, you just got you got to do a little investigating on it, and then go with your conspiracy theory. Like this video of her saying broccoli, it, it like she just she said it, 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 talking about her Instacart and her vegetables and her fruits. So it doesn't seem like she said it in a way that was like thinking, oh well, I'm going to go viral if I don't say broccoli and I say broccoli. But apparently, this went viral, and now people are arguing whether it's broccoli or broccoli. It's 2024. <laughs> We're changing everything. Why not change it to broccoli? Yep, what you had for supper last night? Oh, dude, easy supper. Grilled up some chicken, had had a little broccoli. What are you, what are you talking? Uh, some uh, broccoli. Now we call it broccoli. It's like everything else changing. It's changing. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's just changing. It is 8.55. Lauren says on the Facebook Live, I've said, she says, I've said Ravens Niners since before the playoffs, Niners for the dub. I, I hope not, Lauren. I'm going to uh, disagree with you there. I do not want to see the 49ers in the Super Bowl. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm riding with the Lions. I'm riding with the underdogs. I wanted to see Bills Lions, but I'll go ahead and take Ravens Lions. I don't want to see Chiefs 49ers. I don't want to see Taylor Swift. I don't want to see a grown man do the little heart thing like Travis Kelsey did to Taylor Swift last night. I mean, a grown man should not be making the little heart symbol with his two with, with his two hands after scoring a touchdown. But call me old school. Brock alive, broccoli. I'm old school. A man shouldn't be making the the little heart. The, the little heart shaws with his with his hands after he scores an NFL touchdown that should be that should be in the rule book. So we're coming back with the second half, not the second half. We're coming back with the final hour of the show. Incubus Matchbox Twenty. What else we got? Dexter Freebish, some Metallica, some Creed, and more. It's all on the way. The final hour coming up. Planet Radio One Hundred Six Point Seven. 